Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Everybody. Hey. hey, Eden. Hi, Kim. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Um, I wanted to just do shout outs to um, globally, like I, we've said before, but it's so exciting. We can check who's listening and a lot of people all over the U.S. listen. And we do tend to get a lot of California people, I think, because we are from California. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we've been getting we've been getting people from Africa, India, uh, I think it was, um, France is the number two amount of listens right now. So, yeah. um, that's, that's pretty cool. Yes. It's, it's, um, pretty incredible to, to know that they're listening in, you know, in English, I guess it's so something that they're still able to understand. Yeah. Well that, but you know, other countries are known to be trilingual and, and, you know, they know like six languages and three languages and, and the U.S. is known for not doing that quite as often. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, so, that's true. So, anyways, going along with our with our theme, kind of from from we had Glacia Rain on the last two weeks, and it was on very deep topics. And Eden and I realized we have not done an episode with just her and I since July. So it has been like six months or whatever since mm-hmm. we've done, we, you know, and we like doing these short little episodes with, with 10 tips of something. And yeah. so we, we were really kind of tuning in and going, what do people need the most in 2021? And we found that it really, I really feel that it's peace and calm and serenity and ease. Um, but actually really inspired by, by Eden's daughter, Skylar, who does a lot of work for us. And she does her own blogging. Um, she did a whole segment on mindfulness. And yeah, I don't, I don't think I really understood completely what mindfulness was until that. So I want to thank Skylar for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was at this retreat and, um, and found uh, it was a safe retreat. Uh, everybody was COVID tested, but um, <laughs> but I got this book there called "How to Be Mindful" by Anna Barnes, and it is really powerful. And I thought, you know what? Let's share ten tips and tools and strategies on how to be mindful in 2021 for our listeners and for us. Um, and we'll just comment on them. And and we love for you to write us back feedback on. How is it working for you? And even if you listen to this and you only pick one and you go, you know what? I'm going to use that three times a week. Let's see how it changes my life this year. Um, I think it's really important. So, yeah. And I do. I'm going to shout that. Do a little shout out. Um, I have a good friend, Terry. Uh, She's an elementary school teacher. And um, she's been studying mindfulness for the last year or so. And uh, it's helped her in a lot of her healing um, for herself. But she's trying now to um, get some kind of legislation to now allow mindfulness into schools for children. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So just kind of shout out to that. And this is maybe um, 
something that will inspire her too. But I think it's so important. She's seeing how it makes a difference in the way that the, the kids are absorbing the information and they're, they're just more open. And be, when they feel like their uh, minds, their emotions are also being attached to or connected to their learning and it's it's just all it's all co coming together so beautifully. So she's doing a great job with that. Um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully she takes it far. Yes. Wow, that's so cool. Because my my I think it's it's not that common, but my daughter Nia, that's in third grade, she's doing online school, but her teacher does so much. Like she talks about like crystals and mindfulness, and um, they set goals and positive mindset and all this stuff. And I get like shocked and blown away. I'm like, I can't believe she's teaching this to eight-year-olds. Like, this is just beautiful. Like I am just like, and, and Nia's like, mom, if the kids go back to school, I want to stay with her because I like her so much. Like mm. it's that powerful. I can see so that. So I'm going to, I'm going to start with number one. And this is, this is a really important one for everyone. I think we all need to be reminded of this. There is no destination. When we embark on a new project, we normally have a goal or a destination in mind. But the beauty of mindfulness is that it's a process. You cannot exist outside of the present moment. Life is what's happening to you right now. So for the only you. goal when for practicing you. <laughs> or for you, yes, yes. Life is, well, then you're correcting the author. <laughs> okay. Life is happening for you uh -huh. right now. So the only goal when practicing mindfulness is to be fully present. Remind yourself of this on a daily basis. Um, there is nowhere more important for you to be right here, right now. That's like a song, right here, right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, it's, it, even with our podcast, I know we've talked about that. Like, instead of looking at it like, oh my God, we're going to be on like Oprah with the podcast, <laughs> you know, what's next? Instead, like, wow, we, you know, we have listeners in France. This, we got to interview this guest and this guest. And make a difference for people too, each time. Right. You know, we're helping people and we're helping ourselves. We're learning as we get to help others learn at the same time. So yeah, that's the, that's instead of caring so much about what's next. Exactly. Yes. It. Okay. Okay. Number two, stay grounded. When you're in a rush, dashing around the supermarket or taking the dog for a quick walk, bring your awareness to your feet, slow down, feel your feet connected to the ground, and this will help you gain a sense of equilibrium and balance. Mm. You know, I don't, this is probably going to sound funny, but I was watching the Housewives of Orange County a couple uh -huh. weeks ago, and one of the ladies, uh, the cast members on there, she was having a panic attack, and uh -huh. um, this, the other person that was with her was as she was going through the attack, she kept saying to her, okay, they were outside, they were outdoors, and she said, okay, tell me three things that you can smell right now. Tell me three things that you can see right now. And, you know, she went on with all the senses, the different things. And that helped her calm down. That's a really good, yeah. I think that's good. And to even do that in the grocery store, you know, like, yeah. or do that on your walk. Like, or, you know, if you, if you feel angry, think, try, try to think of five things you love. Like that helps too. Like, because yeah. it's hard to think of anger and love at the same time. Mm. 
yeah that i do that sometimes when i can't fall asleep i don't know if that's called mindfulness or not but um when i have a hard time falling asleep i will list things that i like or love or yeah like five things that that um i i want to do tomorrow or you know it just helps helps me and then it just gets my mind to not think about worries or anything i'm just being more staying right in the moment and I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. I think so many people have sleeplessness that that's going to help a lot of people. It, it's a common, such a common thing. Yeah. So those of you out there, you're not the only ones. Um, so try Eden's technique. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, number three, conquer. This is a big one right now. Conquer information overload. Reduce your information consumption. Cancel subscriptions for magazines, online newsletters, anything that you barely have time to read, unsubscribe from stuff. A cluttered mind is a stressed mind. Free up your mind and make space for the whispers of your heart and soul. Oh, wow. So that's like getting more in tune with your higher self again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for me, I have to, you know, I, I feel that, that social media is very positive for me because I, um, it's, it ends up becoming 90% of how I meet clients and audience members and things like that. And, and just even we promote the podcast and all of that. Um, but still the phone itself, just being on the phone takes away from being present. So I tend to really work on putting it up upstairs or putting it away or going somewhere without it for a few hours. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I'm like, I don't want to just be glued to my phone all day long. But that's so annoying because then I can't get a hold of you. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I hate when you do that. Okay. I'm going to do it more now. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, okay. That's good. Good point. Okay. So the next one is a little simple one, but it's common. And actually, Glacia, or Glacia talked about it um, on one of the episodes. Stop assuming the worst. Oh, and, yeah. and that I think right now that's very common is people are assuming the worst and being mindful, you can actually, like we talked about on last week's episode with Glacia is ask a question. Like if you think, let's, let's say you think the pandemic's going to get worse. You could say, how can the world be full of health and vibrancy and vitality and people um, make the right choices, you know, or something like mm -hmm. that. But just something to shift your mind and be mindful about how negative you're thinking. Yeah. So stop assuming the worst. Yeah, it's obsessive thinking too. Sort of goes along with OCD. Yeah, it's a, it's sometimes a hard thing, you know. Okay, sure. so the next the next one I really like this one, and I think we're gonna have to shift it to to um to online right now maybe but it's connect with people take time out to sit on a bench or a window seat okay so this is good because you could do it from your house um and watch people go by don't read don't be on your phone just people watch feel connected to everyone and watch them with an open mind and with compassion oh yeah that's one of my things that i like to do we have a little um uh, table and chairs on our porch and we watch people walk by. It's just kind of relaxing. 
Yeah. And I mean, people, even with, you know, and, and for those of you listening, everyone, everyone is in different places, but in California, you know, things are kind of locked down. And so you are still allowed to go for a walk. So you can people watch from your window or from your porch. Yeah. And um, that's a, that's a good tip because, and I think finding your love for your fellow humans, you know, it doesn't mean you want to hang out with them, but you just find that love and compassion for everybody. Mm. And yourself. Right. Good point. <laughs> good point. That's mine. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number six, arrive mindfully. So whenever you arrive somewhere, give yourself a moment to stop and check in, become aware of how your body's feeling, any aches or tensions, take note of any emotions you're carrying, taking no more than a minute, do this, and you will be centered, present, and ready to move forward. Hmm. Okay. And that reminds me of advice that you and I both got a lot in the last few days is stop at, like a few times a day or every hour and take a few deep breaths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've been practicing that. Yeah, I did it today. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's a good one. Okay, so take deep breaths. And, and we both have been told by different people, different healers and people yeah. to be, to remember as much as you can, the happiest people are those that take really deep breaths, like every hour if you can. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I know it is... sounds silly. I was telling Eric last night, let's start doing that. <laughs> and at first he kind of made a joke because that's him. But then he he took to it. Like He's like, I'm going to start doing that. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, you know, you guys know if you listen to our husband's episodes, they, they have some depth to them <laughs> along with the along with the dorkiness and humor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and their and their text messages to one another about Cobra Kai. I know their obsession with Cobra Kai. Yes, I don't know. Uh, I am. I think I am too. And Noella has a crush on on the boy in in the show. I don't know what I don't know what the actor's name is, but there's like a little hot twenty something year old. I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> Sounds like perverted for me, but no, <laughs> Miss Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just to think he's cute. Yeah, okay. you said hot though. Oh, hot, cute, whatever. And, okay, you sound like Nia now. My eight-year-old thing saying hot is gross. She's like, that's gross, mom. It's gross for a, a late 40-year-old <laughs> to say about okay. it. <laughs> if I was single, I would not go out with someone that age, but I okay. can still think that they are good looking. Yes, there. yes. Okay. Okay, okay <laughs> number eight is start, or sorry, number seven is start a daily gratitude journal. List all the positive things in your life from the small things that make you smile, such as the view from your window, to the bigger things such as your health, your family. And this is kind of like what you said, Eden. At night, list three things you were grateful for during the day, and soon you'll start focusing naturally on the positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that yeah. it's, a, it's like a lot of us hear that constantly, like, like practice gratitude and you know make a gratitude list but let's 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 actually really do it i know? know that's the thing because i know it it sounds good but most people don't follow through right right so okay but yes but covid is helping all of us to be more mindful of our well-being now giving us the time and space to do that 
So it's, there's no time like the present to start practicing that. Yeah, it is making us more mindful for sure. At least most of us, a lot of us. Um, Okay, so the next one is number eight, and it's practice mindful listening. We often find that when we listen to others, we're concentrating on what we are going to say next. Mm. Filling up our minds with our own opinions or even speaking out of turn. Try listening with mindfulness. Hear the person without judgment or the need to immediately express a viewpoint. Be aware that the word listen can be shuffled around to spell the word silent. (gasps) Really? Yeah, isn't that cool? I love that one. Oh, okay. So when you're listening, you're silent. And I think it's okay to pause. Like if, if you're really listening and looking someone in the eyes and taking in what they're saying, and then you are thinking of like, like actually Glacia said that she goes, Oh, I, I get kind of lost in thought for a moment because she really listens and then Mm -hmm. responds. So sometimes there's pauses because you're actually thinking about how to respond because that means you weren't thinking during while the person was talking. Oh yeah. That makes sense. So I think okay. that's a good one for everybody. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That one, good for the husbands. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Um, two more. Okay. So number nine, don't, this is a big one for a lot of us, and especially girls, women, don't jump to conclusions. There is great truth in the familiar saying, don't judge a book by its cover. We often prejudge people by their appearances or the sound of their voice. Being mindful means seeing everything in the present moment without leaping to unfounded conclusions. Okay. And that Uh, makes me think of the girl on, that's funny you said housewives, because it makes me think of the girl on Housewives of Orange County. Um, uh, You, you channeled her name the other day. What's her name? Um, with an mm-hmm. S, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. One of the girl, one of the main girls on there, um, she came across to me, and I. This is me prejudging or jumping into conclusions. I'll admit it, but I was like, oh, she seems shallow and superficial, and she's oh, Beverly Hi- Beverly Hills. No. And yes, and you're talking about Sunny. Uh, S- S- what's her name? oh not her but her too but no no this is orange county okay but the one i channeled is the beverly hills lady oh okay (laughs) but probably her too okay senate no i'm thinking orange county it doesn't matter right i can't think of her name right now but my point is probably better if i don't mention names yeah yeah. my point is is i was watching it and she admitted on the show that she had been sexually abused in church almost cult-like okay yes that's the one that had the panic attack okay oh okay i didn't realize that (laughs) yes so maybe we're supposed to have her on the show but um but anyway (laughs) i i found myself going oh my gosh i just caught myself because i had jumped to conclusions and judged her Mm. and look at like she's so sweet like she's been through so much like she's done the best she can with what she's been dealt right yeah, and all, I think all of her castmates also judged her. Yeah. Until they found out what was uh, the the purpose of why she acted that way. She was covering something up. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so that's it. And then, and then we talked earlier um, on January 11th about 
Sheena Shea's episode winning the number, it's still the number one episode of all time. And she was judged like that on Vanderpump Rules by many people. And then on our episode, she came very open and, and deep and honest about who she is. And I think that's what people are like, wow, you know, I, you know, I jumped to conclusions about her and now I see the real her. So they're drawn to listen to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, she still gets a lot of slack, a lot of negative negative, uh, comments and yeah. Okay. So we're on to the last one. Um, So the last one is turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. So this is pretty cool, especially right now during COVID um, because especially, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, like I am so used to doing stuff with my family constantly. I grew up like we just constantly are like, let's go to this fair. Let's go to the restaurant three times a week and let's go to the movies and let's go here. Like we just are a very like experiential family. And um, I taught Edwin that because he didn't grow up like that. And, um, And so this says, turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. Take a daily routine activity such as cleaning your teeth, and be curious and alert about yourself, noticing every sensory detail. Pay attention to the sensations, um, the contours. Notice if you're thinking ahead to what you're going to do next and bring your attention back to the present. Hmm. Okay. So you can obviously do that when, and rather than when you're cleaning your teeth, you can do it anytime. <laughs> well, yeah. They, yeah. Just use that. they use that as an example because that's yeah. something... That's something we do. I mean, hopefully everybody does that at least twice a day. So it's like being mindful. It's it's a practice. The more we practice being mindful, the more we can um, do it unconsciously competent, which means um, like driving a car. Like it just becomes natural. Right. And then you feel like you're more in the present. So you feel more joy. Exactly. And less worry about what's yeah. happening next. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And I, and so I just want to end with, um, and you may have some words to say as well, but I wanted just to remind everybody this, these were from the book, how to be mindful by Anna Barnes. And she says that mindfulness is about focusing on the magic of the present moment, instead of thinking about the past and worrying about the future. This is an immensely powerful practice. Um, instead of rushing through our lives, mindfulness helps us strive instead of stop that instead of striving for something new constantly or looking for something better instead we accept and embrace the present with gratitude and step into joy and harmony and experience small but beautiful moments of mindfulness so we have more peace and contentment and i just i think that's so like that's that's like in my top three goals this for this year for sure yeah, and I think it's uh, what is so highly needed right now, and it's been for the past year or so, um, because we've been forced to stay home more, go out less, um, find fun things to do at home that are still fun or um, still helping us to be challenged and, and learn and, and, and I, and grow and all of that can still be done when we, when we are mindful and we can have those experiences still, even though we're home or we're, we're, we, cause a lot of people look at it like we're stuck, mm-hmm. but we don't have to, because we, we can find these better practices of being, I don't know, more mindful in, in, 
uh, how we feel and what we're experiencing. And then it makes things just kind of that experience all the better. So it's not as boring. And I think even for those alone, you know, for those alone, you know, a pet is great. Um, And, you know, hopefully you have one safe friend that you can go for a walk with or whatever but also it made me think speaking of cobra kai (laughs) it we were we were watching like one of the karate kids and the way they treat the bonsai trees is so sacred like they really it's like they're another human being like they and so even our plants and our and our trees around us Mm -hmm. you know talking to them we did an experiment where i had mums that's a flower yeah um I had them in the house and every day I was talking to them and they lived like three weeks <laughs> and, and they stayed so upright, you know, and, and so, um, just those kind of mindful activities and then being mindful of your mindfulness, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like so yeah. at the end of the day going, how was I mindful today? And then that's going to remind you to do it more and more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. And you, you're going to be one of the few that is in a state of happiness and joy when a lot of others are not, and they are more into a state where they feel stuck, like you said. Right. And then we, with all the chaos that's going on around us right now, it's going to help everybody to be more present and find more positive uh, things to, 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 to focus on or to feel, feel more positivity, even though so much is that's going on is negative. Right, right, exactly. So, all right, well, that was our top 10 ways to be mindful. And I know that's gonna um, give a shout out to, we're gonna give a shout out to Imperfectly Perfect campaign because definitely the mindfulness helps with the mental health. So check out imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or on Instagram or any other social media. And we have some some new things that are happening this year with with the campaign as well. Yes, exciting things that we'll announce later. So (laughs) thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.